0: Liquid bleach, liquid bleach, Clorox makes clothes
1: bright. But what about these cloudy wine glasses? Add glass cleaner to my cart.
0: Adding Clorox disinfecting bleach to your cart. What? No, for
1: glassware. Clorox can also make glassware sparkle, keep flowers fresh, and remove chocolate, wine, all your usual stains. Rude. Clean anything with the versatile Clorox disinfecting bleach. Discover more hacks at clorox.com
0: learn. Hey guys, welcome to Performance Anxiety. I am your host, Mark, and we are here on the Pantheon Podcast Network. And before we get into too much, I want to thank everybody for tuning in week after week and listening to these great stories. And I want to thank AKG for this amazing headphone and microphone setup that they've sent specifically for podcasters. It's working out beautifully, as I hope you guys can tell. Let's welcome singer, guitarist, and all-around chill dude, Ryan Scully, to the podcast, We talk about a lot of different topics, getting a little philosophical at times, but in a way that ultimately ends in one of us laughing. He tells how he wound up in New Orleans after growing up in Missouri, working in his family's restaurant. He also tells me about how he found his own voice as a songwriter. He's written a children's album that's on Bandcamp, and even been able to incorporate his kids into his wider releases. And we have a mutual love for alternate tunings and feedback, so check him out on the socials at... Dadu for us, D A D O O P H O R U S. Follow us at Performance Anx. Subscribe, rate, review, buy us coffee at ko fi.com slash performance anxiety. And merch is at performance Now, I've got my adult beverage. I suggest you grab one as well. And let's get into Ryan Scully on Performance Anxiety on the Pantheon Podcast Network.
2: <laughs> All right. Hey, everyone. This is R. Scully from New Orleans, member of Morning Party Federation, Rough Seven, and uh, just released a new record, New Confusion, which I wrote in my attic for listening to the Performance Anxiety Podcast with my new buddy Mark. All right, man. Hey, sorry that my phone died. I, you, you had me mesmerized, man. I was, I was into your story. And, uh, good times, man. I don't know if I have anything to wave at you here, man. No. <laughs> Wait, Where's my, gun? I, I my I got my $100 guitar here.
0: So. That that I can deal with.
2: Yeah, it's it's tuned to an Open G. Oh, there you go. I've been messing around with that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, a lot of the songs on, on this record I did in Open G. Um, oh, okay. Just uh, as a way of you know, exploring, you know, you get stuck sometimes when you're on, you know, a standard tuned guitar and you've been playing long enough to where you're like stuck in the same patterns and stuff, you know? Oh yeah. And so you change the tuning and all of a sudden you're writing new riffs and, and shit like that. So
0: yeah, you kind of get that muscle memory going when you, when you stick in the same tuning.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so it's a good way to, Ex, you know, if you're looking to write something, it, it takes a little while to warm up. But I'm also doing some finger picking stuff and oh, cool, um, yeah. some blues, some blues boogie stuff, uh, you know, like R.L. Burnside type stuff. Oh, um, nice. Wor- working on. So I try to I'm, I'm not a virtuoso, but I, you know, by any means, but I do like to um, explore different instruments and um you know it, i i play them all really primitively
0: oh you know sometimes that gets the most emotion out of them
2: it, it's i don't know it, it it's like okay i can't write a song on a guitar uh so i'm gonna <laughs> tune it this this different way and then uh, there's a song oh there man you. look at that there you go <laughs> uh, or, or or bang on the piano or you know get a banjo or harp. Uh, yeah it's just you know it just expanding out i i like to rather than learn one instrument really well yeah I just fuck around primitively on a bunch of them
0: oh yeah it, you know it keeps you fresh yeah so, and i was listening to some of the older stuff and uh i it's really interesting like all right so i'm listening to uh i uh, guess okay, so the morning 40 federation I'm listening and I'm I'm loving washing machine and dumpster juice. Those are those <laughs> sound awesome. to be honestly i like the rough seven better oh yeah that was really cool um it, it's a little more raw little to right me it's, it's a little less jazzy little more raw particularly the songs and i was, I was just listening to the live stuff um had a home and not insane anymore Were just they blew me away those were great tracks <laughs>
2: Uh, on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, uh, yeah, rough seven. We were definitely known for, um, uh, and uh, I mean, Mike Andrew Pond was the drummer for the forties and for rough seven. He was my drummer for, you know, uh, years, musical partner, I guess you could say. Okay. He's in Brooklyn. He, he moved to Brooklyn about a year ago. Oh, wow. Uh, his wife got a job up there and he's uh, and they're doing really well, but playing with, you know, in rough seven was really, we would go out. So we, rough seven was one of the, it was a band that would take chances a lot.
0: It seems uh, that way. Yeah.
2: It, we, you know, morning forties were more apt, especially towards um, more recently to just stick with song structure. Okay. Like, we're just going to do the song this way. um, You know, different levels of energy, but it, it was Definitely rough. Seven. We're like, you know what? During this part, just let's just just figure it out. Oh, you know? nice. So, so a lot of that stuff. I might change the song in the middle of it, or I might just be like, bring it down. Oh, you wow. know, or 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 you know, just those kind of things. And so sometimes, you know, we would just bomb. <laughs> <laughs> you know? because you know, if you're when you're uh, trying to so when you're trying to, you, so it's a, it, a risk, it, you know, it's called a risk for a reason. Right. 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 Because you can play the song exactly as it's written, you know, and, and you know, it's going to be come out that way. And you know, you're going to get a reaction, I guess, based on how good the song is and how, whatever the the energy in the room, but you could take a risk and you can be like, let's let's play it really loosely and see what kind of energy happens, you know, yeah. but it, it like, and I'm going to change in the middle of the song, what you expect I'm going to do. And you, and you follow, right. And see if you can follow. And like, so the improvisational element of that could, can like really juice the, the energy.
0: Oh, absolutely. If, if,
2: you, if you're hitting it, right. Yeah. If you're hitting it. And so, you know, rough seven, we would, we would often, uh, transcend, you know, have these great shows um, because of that. You know, these, and we were really experimental with noise and um, and feedback and stuff like that. That's
0: that's what I was going to ask you about because I I love that kind of stuff. I mean, I was getting kind of like a uh, on some of the tracks and and even on the new album, I'm getting a little bit of like a, a being there era Wilco vibe with with some of the uh, the bed the music bed underneath like that's the noise and, and the feedback
2: yeah uh definitely i mean that's with well you know i like a lot of wilco's stuff i like to think you know I, I try to not be quite as white as wilco right uh but i'm not i'm not knocking it i just like black music a lot oh yeah you know like i mean that's that's where you know uh all great American music comes from. Man. Yeah. It's, but the other thing is though the, the feedback and noise element that Wilco does, you know, in some stuff in yeah. experimental stuff like that soundscapes. I'm totally into that. And I'm also and Jeff Tweedy is just a kick-ass songwriter. Oh yeah. You know, but, um, but yeah, you, uh, Rob Cambry was, is a guitarist in rough seven. Okay. And he, he's a, an, ex, you know, an avant guitarist so before he joined the band he was you know pretty much strictly an avant uh, jazz noise jazz guitarist oh and, really cool and he like he, he books shows in new orleans when shows are going when they existed yeah uh, yeah and he brings like all these guys that i I don't know who, the, who they are you know oh, but wow. but they come down and it's all improvisational noise jazz shit That's and uh awesome. and uh and, uh, so he joins the band, uh, cause our other guitarists didn't want to do it anymore. Um, and, uh, and he just comes in and he's like, well, I'm not sure I could do it, you know? And, and we're like, you can do it, man. <laughs> and, and, you know, because he's like, I'm gonna, how am I going to play country, you shit? You know, because yeah. he's just, just freeform. Like, I mean, he's he's pretty well known in those circles. Rob Cambry, he, he played a, a show, a duel, just him and Thurston Moore one time. Oh, wow. He, here in New Orleans, it's just two, they, no, two of them uh, <laughs> plugging into amps. And just they both just, you know. That's amazing. It, it was super, It was like Rob's dream come true, but oh, it was, but he's the real deal. And so with rough seven, we had that opportunity, you know, with him and also Raddy Skurvix, who is the, the keyboard player, who's also a freaking force of nature yeah. on, on his own. And he can freak out. And so that band just had, and Stu Odom, the bass player, mm-hmm. um, every one of those guys, can just freak the fuck out on their own. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I, I, you give them a, a country song
0: <laughs>
2: you know, and then I'll just like, hold on. You know, just do that. And then it's like, Whoa, you know, then crazy things happen. Yeah, <laughs> It's, uh, it's so, so yeah, man, that playing with that band is fun. And it'll, it'll happen again. Mike Andrew grew up, in Eunice, Louisiana, like he's the only uh, well, Rob Cambry also, but Mike is like Cajun. You oh know? yeah, Louisiana is home. He's coming back. Yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> I, that's a you know. I'm like we're you know, we will just hold on. He's we'll back. Be patient. Just like, be be patient. Louisiana's home. <laughs> we'll be rocking again before you know it. But in the meantime, I'm gonna make a, a record. You know, I'm done. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, and so him being gone actually gave me the opportunity to make this record, you know, this new Confusion
0: record. Yeah, yeah. Now, how did you get into music in the first place? Now, where Where are you from originally?
2: From uh, Missouri. I grew up okay. in Missouri, a uh, small town up there, Warrensburg, Missouri. Um, and so I didn't really. I was a fanatic about music in high school uh you know like i think i heard um debaser you know the pixies like the doolittle record and oh yeah and uh and it just like blew my mind to where i mean my older brother used to listen to like new wave He was two years older than me okay So, so i remember him listening to stuff but for some reason, uh, it was Pixie's and Jane's Addiction, too. Like, you know, around that, the, the early, early shit.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And I, rem- I remember listening to, like, Jane says, I like, I guess I must have been, like, 14 or something. Or, I don't know. And I was, like, and I stole, the t- I stole his tape. <laughs> you know? And I'm, like, listening to it on my boombox in my room, like, over and over and over again, oh, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it was just one of those things where I was, like, Why is this shit not on the radio? Yeah. You know, and then it became that thing like, well, I'm the only one that knows. You know what I'm saying? And then so then like me and one of my buddies, you know, we both kind of fell in love with underground music, you know, in in the early 90s. And then we started to seek it out. Right. Yeah. We, we would we would drive to Columbia, Missouri, about an hour and a half. That's M- MU University of Missouri. And okay. there was a street street side records there. And we would just go in there, uh, you know, I guess 16, 15 and 16, because just got our license. And we go in there and say, hey, man, what's new, man, what's new? Yeah. You know, because it was just our own. It was our thing, you know. Yeah. Our own, and uh, and so we I was a fanatic about music. But I never really thought about playing. But it's kind of weird. It it skipped a generation, I guess, because my grandfather, my dad's dad, who died when he was 14, uh, was real close with Irvin Berlin.
0: Oh, wow.
2: And he was a musician. And supposedly, uh, as the story goes, the song "The Hostess with the Mostess," you know, that you, yeah, was written about was written about my grandmother.
0: Oh wow!
2: That's what they. That's what they. So he was a, he was in, uh, in the military during World War II. Okay, and he was in charge of uh, like entertainment for for the soldiers. Okay, right in Italy, and so my grandmother was a nurse. Uh, for the red cross. And she was in charge of like the entertainment for the red cross. Right. So they, they met that way. And my uncle, my, my grandfather knew Irving Berlin. And so like, they all kind of hooked up at the same time to provide entertainment
0: for soldiers
2: in world war two. And that's when my grandfather met my grandmother was with was with uh, Mr. B as what she used to you know, what tell stories. She called him Mr. B. I mean, we're talking white Christmas, man. That's I mean, this
0: is, amazing.
2: So he was he was like a, a songwriter and um, uh, he had clubs in New York. And, you know, but, I, you know, he's it's, he's enigmatic. You know, he died. Yeah. You know, my my dad was pretty young and um, but it, it sucks because, you know, kind of and then it skipped my my dad and his brothers never really learned how to play any instruments and then it just somebody showed me you know like three chords in college
1: yeah
2: and i'm like shit i can write songs (laughs) (laughs) and i seriously i I don't even remember i don't remember like not writing a song like uh with three chords show me the three chords and then i'm like off to the races, right? And, yeah, you know,
0: that's awesome.
2: Yeah, it was so. Since then, you know, I, I haven't been able to stop. Man, I've actually many times wanted to stop.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> 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 so, did you start gigging right away, or were you just playing? You know, woodshedding in in, in your dorm room, or?
2: Uh, no, I was I was pretty ready to to get out and play. I remember doing, uh, uh, you know, open mic. Like me and me and a friend, my friend Eddie Credit. <laughs> That's a great name. We would go out and uh, you know, do two guitars and play and, and we go to like these open mics and just, you know, there'd be like metal guys there and, and they'd heckle us and we, we were terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but then put together a band in, in Columbia, Missouri, and uh, we were called the Attack family, and uh, we Ooh, made a lot yeah. of, a lot of great. Some good music, but with really crappy lyrics.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: I was listening to some of it, uh, you know, just kind of trying to catalog stuff. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know, there's a, so but in the kernel of so, you know, it was I was deeply into Fugazi. Uh, uh blew my, you know, I was, we, we used to go and see them at this outhouse in Lawrence, Kansas. Um, and it was just this, a shack in a cornfield. Oh, wow. It, they would just drive up in their, their rental truck. Right. Yeah. Like where everybody's there, they run, they, they just come in, set up, tape their cords down and just kick ass. Wow. And, and it just, you know, I was, you know, I weighed like a buck oh five man i'm like a kid and i'm like stage diving i'm like in the pit with skinheads wow. you know I'm like, I'm like you know falling down and they're picking me up and shit and and it, i mean <laughs> that that stuff totally blew my mind you know and then kind of deeply into the seriousness of music you know yeah. at that age yep i know the and feeling then, and then i saw uh I saw the blues explosion open up for, uh, the breeders.
0: Oh, wow.
2: And, uh, and I was like, this is, this is the shit. This is it. Because, you know, you know, after Cobain died and and all that, you know, it it was sort of like this whole thing of like the angst thing is sort of like, I don't want to deal with the angst anymore. Yeah. You know? And, and like the blues explosion happened at, at just the right time, you know, for this, like, just, just like uh, blues cliches all yeah. over the place. I'm like, I love this yeah. because it's, it's, I'm not thinking about anything. Here. This yeah, is like, this is just like feel body music. Right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and so, but the problem with that is a lot of my early shit was clearly <laughs> <laughs> inspired by that. <laughs> Whether it was clearly inspired by. uh you know, grunge or blues explosion or it, it just was it was like so too clearly Yeah, <laughs> I, I was it wasn't me. You know, it's like what 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 am I doing here? Right. You know, I'm I'm basically just doing a um I'm overly inspired by this shit. And it's clear in this early music. Oh wow. um, but then I am you know, moving here, you know, opened up a lot of things and I think I've finally uh, found my voice, but I, I still, I still take, um, I'm, I'm still heavily inspired by other, mu- other music. When
0: I, I write. don't think anybody can help but be, whether you admit it or not. I think that's the big difference.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, you know, sometimes I'll, when I'm trying to write like that song on uh, on new confusion, get meta. Yes I'm like If I want to write something Kind of melodic I'll try to sing Like Wayne Coyne <laughs> Oh cool You <Get> know <laughs> Like Okay So you know Just And I'm not going to do it right I didn't now, think about know. that Talk about yourself Like you're somewhere else Get meta. You're between two worlds Get meta better You're a dream between two worlds get meta better
0: You are you
2: You are But I'll be like I'll listen to like you know cause he writes sort of you know kind of melodic uh you know stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> but if you if you try to make your do an impression of Wayne Coyne <laughs> <laughs> and, and play a few chords, you'll <laughs> you'll write some melodic stuff. Uh and, you know, whether it's good. But so and <laughs> it, it's interesting. I saw uh I heard uh uh McCartney on a podcast just recently. Okay. And he said he does that when he tries to write a when he writes a lot is that he will put himself, he said specifically, he's like, I want to sound like Bill, big Bill Brunsey on the song. And so he'll try to sing like big Bill Brunsey in order to conjure the song. And then I was like, I, you know, not, not to connect myself with McCartney and why, thing, not? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, why not, but, but, uh, but I'm like, dude, I do that too, man. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, uh, in a lot of ways, I mean, how much original shit can you do? I mean, you know, it's, it's. I mean, what hasn't been done? I guess, I guess if you knew what hasn't been done, then.
0: It's actually already do been it. done.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> everything, everything's pretty much. Uh, so finding, finding my voice is, uh, it's. What what is it? I I'm not really that sure. You know, it it's uh, I mean I guess you just kind of leave it to the listener to to figure out what what it is, and and you just put your put your stuff down when you feel like it when it comes to you as as it comes to you and
0: when the muse hits
2: yeah when the muse hits I guess is what you do and then and then I guess that is a uh, the map of who you are, I guess, you know? So what
0: brought you down to new Orleans?
2: Well, I had a, um, a good friend that I met in, uh, in Missouri and he was from new Orleans. Okay. And, uh, I met him in school. He was actually a dishwasher at my parents' restaurant. Oh, okay. and, and I met him because I used to work there and I came back to my hometown for, uh, the summer and he was dishwa- a dishwasher there. And, uh, he taught me how to like do gravity bongs and stuff and, <laughs> and, uh,
0: important stuff
2: and, and he wore green jeans and I just thought that was the baddest. It was so bad. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and so he went back to new Orleans and I was like, told my parents, I'm like, I think it was my junior year. And I said, I'm, I'm, like, i think I'm done. You know, I think, I've, and they're like, okay, uh, you know, at dinner, and they're like, okay. So I was like, I'm going to move to New Orleans, and then I, like the next day, I got a call, and they're like, you're not fucking moving to New Orleans. <laughs> until it's, you, you are going to finish this degree, in, yeah. and, uh, and I'm glad that I did that. I was like, okay. Yeah. They're like, you do not have our blessing, <laughs> but but as soon as as soon as I um, as soon as I uh, graduated. I split and headed to new Orleans. And, you know, I also went for music reasons for me, you know, musical reasons. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to, you know, some traditional jazz at that time. Okay. Uh, and I wanted to explore deeper, uh, you know, jazz. And I did, and I, I learned a lot of, you know, jazz chords and, 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 you know, traditional jazz Songs are like the best songs in you know ever written. I yeah. mean I mean it's this that that is this that song structure. You know, yeah. you wanna you wanna learn how to write songs. Learn learn, you know, uh all of me, you know. Learn learn wh- when you're it. smiling, yeah. you know. <laughs> learn uh when when the Saints go marching in, you know, I mean learn all you know that is, to me, you know, a, a good song. Usually I see a good song as, well, there's there's sort of two two ways to look at it. I, I think there's kind of two parts of who I am as a songwriter. Okay. I really like a, a nice clean package of a story. Right. Like, like Hank Sr. Okay, yeah. You know, give me like three minutes and the story and a chord progression, you know, with a good hook and a yeah. hook and a story and i'm like that that it's it's just like the to me like the the pinnacle of what art can be man it's like you just told me a story and made me cry in three
0: minutes exactly that's not easy to do
2: no no it's very difficult right i mean you know because you're you got to find a hook a melody right yep the chord progression um the
0: verse, the theme. Exactly. It's got to be something compelling. If it's going to be, if, if you know, if you're looking right. for if if somebody's paying attention to lyrics, so. Yeah. Yeah. You got, I mean,
2: I'd pay attention to lyrics. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so the, the story, you need the story, the theme, and it, you know, it can't just be like, you know, I fell in love and she broke my heart. Like, you know, I mean, it's got to have like an angle on that. Right. Yeah. You know exactly. I mean? So, so I love that's definitely one way i would go you know like and if i was looking at this record this record is definitely a little more stream of consciousness but it's like like go home the song last song on the record
0: oh i love that song
2: i i nailed i think i i that part of me that wants to write that package of a song right that tells the story Mm -hmm. right all and and it and and it ends and like you start it off and it ends you know with a verse and a chorus and, and you get the full feeling of what the person is trying to say right yeah i that, that that's one thing i like to do right
0: i, I was gonna tell you once we got to, that that go home i thought it was the best it, it's the perfect way to end the album i mean it's it's dreamy it's foggy a little bittersweet it's just yeah. it sounds like the night's over
2: half past nine when your first message arrived but someone just bought me a drink Yeah. And, and it's and and there's a lot of
0: regret. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Right. I mean, it, it's and it's that that is written straight from the heart that one. I mean, it's like that. Uh, and my friend Rick Huckel, who is a trombone player in the morning 40s. He was just in town recently and he stayed at my house and uh, he's like, you know, he said, oh, "I listen to your record. I finally, listen to it. He goes like now. He's like, now I know how to write songs and I know how to make, I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, he's like, just make a map of your
0: mind <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> because, because he's like, he's listening to this and he goes, <laughs> he's like looking at me, like that record is a map of your mind. <laughs> 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 and I was like, man, I think you're right. Whoa. <laughs> because it, there's a lot of real true, stuff in here that i'm like wow uh that's not just uh you know with a tin pan alley so you know like where you're writing a song from another point of view yeah yeah you know like i'm gonna put myself in a character and write a song
0: right right okay yeah
2: what is a way to do it you know Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that but you know in this case you know these songs are are pretty much you know like all from this guy right from this guy and and, but i mean sometimes i'll write stuff that's not you know but uh for the most part i try to write you know from from the gut you know
0: you didn't have much of a choice with this album because you started it after the the pandemic basically locked the country down
2: exactly i was and this is when you know like you wouldn't even go to anywhere yeah you know, when I, when, this, when I did this, you know, people get loosened up quite a bit. But remember at the beginning, you know, when you're like sterilizing your packages when they come in. Oh, yeah. Stuff, you know, not, do you do that? I don't do that anymore. No. I no. Nobody <laughs> does it anymore. Everyone's was like wiping I, down I, their packages.
0: I, I, I haven't had the luxury of doing that because I had to go to work every day through this whole thing. I had to drive 45 minutes to my job th- this whole time. So...
2: Well, that sucks.
0: yeah, I'm, you know here's here's the thing. My employer says, see, I, I work for a, a medical device company in here in Virginia. Uh-huh. A- and my employer it tells me that I'm essential. Uh-huh. But then when I tell them I'd like a raise because I'm essential, <laughs> they tell me that I'm not that essential. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I'm essential enough to drive 45 minutes to work through a, a global pandemic. But want to raise... Like, eh, we could do without yeah. you. But in their defense, there's just absolutely no way to do my job from home. So We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors.
2: Well, I... Uh, what I... I... Was a teacher for nine and a half years in middle school and high school. Oh wow! And uh, I I quit um, before Christmas last year. Oh wow! Uh, to pursue some other you know oh, wow. the other stuff and yeah and uh and so I, you know when the pandemic first hit, I was like God damn it. Why, why did I quit? <laughs> yep. I, all the teachers are going home. Yeah. And, getting paid. and then, but then about a month later, you know, like when they had to go, I was like, Oh man, thank God I, oh. I got this. Cause I work from home now and I, and I, you know, I, I, I like my job, but, yeah. but like you were saying during that time period there, I couldn't get anybody to play with, with me. Yeah. You know, if, if I'm writing a song, uh, one of the great things about band practice it's like, hey dudes, I got this idea. Um, you know, I got yeah. this I got this chord progression. It, can you play, you know, this melody, you know, like, you know, with this and and with this drum beat and, you know. Yeah. And let's see how it sounds like cuz I got it's in my mind. I think it could be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But, but there's nobody to do that with, right? So I'm like, well, you know what I'm going to do? And I made a children's record that I've been working on for years and I finished that sort of at the beginning of the the pandemic. And so I, I got good, decent enough to like use the software. Okay. uh, To, to do it. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go up and spend this time making this and, and I really was just demoing stuff at first. Okay. You know, I'm like, I'm just going to demo this stuff. And then what do you do when a demo becomes good enough where you're like, this is not a demo.
0: Yeah. And, <laughs> this, is, and a- this whole pandemic thing doesn't look like it's ending anytime soon.
2: Right. Right. And so I'm like, you know, I think I finished one of them, one or two or three. And I'm like, well, I think I might be this. This is, this could be working. Yeah. You know? And so I, you know, continually worked and worked and worked and, uh, before you know it I got 10 songs and I'm like holy shit <laughs> this, is a, this is a record yeah. and then a record label wants to pick it up and I'm like what the fuck is going on
0: <laughs> I didn't even need a band this whole time
2: <laughs> uh, or no maybe I'm like you know you know uh, Prince always just recorded his own records by himself. Right. That's true. And and then he'd bring it to the, to put a band together and be like, play this, play this, play this, play this. Yep. But, but like you were saying earlier, that that's certainly not my style because I like the energy of playing with, you know, I, I can't go in and be like, Hey dude, can you play this? You right. Know? I mean, I, I can go in and say, you know, listen to this part. Can, you know, let this inspire you. To... We
0: You like the camaraderie of a band. You don't want to be a band director.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, exactly, man. I, I mean, you're the energy. I mean, first of all, nobody's getting paid a whole bunch of money. Right. Right. So, you know, if you're like if you're getting paid a lot, you know, then you'd be like, OK, play this. Exactly.
0: Right? Yeah. Like,
2: but if you're, you know, if you're just basically doing it because you love playing music, you're not going to want to go to band practice and have some bossy around. No, no, no. You want to, you want to go off on your, you want to do your thing and and create with the person, you know I mean? You got to have buy-in and, and that's good for everyone, man. If everybody contributes to the performance and to the creation process, then it's, you know, you feel it. You yeah. feel it. The audience feels it. And so the way we've been performing these songs and we've done a few shows like live streams. And also we've played in the park by my house. Okay. Uh, we ran, a, uh, a, like eight extension cords from my friend's house <laughs> in, awesome. into the park. Oh, and, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. And we kicked ass. It that was like, awesome. and so we're going to do it again. And hopefully, uh, we won't get busted because it did say that they're going to start finding people for doing shit like that.
0: Oh, jeez!
2: But, uh, I'm like, you know what? Let's just get fined and, and tape the whole thing when the cops come and be like, Hey man, how could you do this to us, man? We're musicians who try to make money and you're going to take, you know, try to get like some, I've
0: been out of work book. for a year. Yeah. Come on, man. Dance with me, man! (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? Then we'll release this. We'll we'll do a GoFundMe for the bail money. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, but um, yeah, we're going to do on January 2nd, we're going to do a yard sale, like a block. Everybody on the block, like in the park by my house, we're going to do a yard sale and then. Uh 10-gallon tinfoil hat, which is the band that's backing me up on this, is, uh, is going to do a show, another show. So we do what we have to do, man. That's right. Just have to borrow a few extension cords. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Make sure the the cops don't take those when you get arrested. No way, man. That- no, they're not getting that stuff. <laughs> so when you're doing this stuff live, is it all the uh the, is it just all music the music from the new album or is it no, no no because uh 10 gallon
2: tinfoil hat so after mike left you know left the 40s in the rough seven yeah uh i so i was i've been booking shows at this bar called bj's in my neighborhood and it's uh, so we have this friday night at bj's and it's been doing that for all, uh, over two years when pandemic hit and, uh, we have lots of, you know, great bands there. Uh, in fact, new Orleans has a really great scene of country, traditional music, uh, yeah. you know, young, young people.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Like, I don't know if you've heard of mashed potato records, those releases that they've done. Okay. Uh, yeah. The real analog, uh, you know, all tape machine, like oh, Sam, cool. Do- Sam doors, uh, Jackson and the Jenks, um Tuba Skinny, uh, Chris Acker. I don't know, Tuba uh,
0: Skinny, I got to check that out. I haven't heard of that.
2: Oh, they're, they're traditional jazz, but, but they're young. So, I mean, there's just, there's a really great scene. Um, and so, in looking at and watching these young people, I'm like, I loved how they were, they're really driven to honor the tradition. Yeah. Right? And so, they're going to do, they do country music like, cut man like how it should be done
0: oh you know like
2: old school you know like buck owens and you know and and uh uh, and I you know and so i'm like watching these guys and i'm inspired by by these young players you know like yeah so just sort of like the the way that they're they don't deviate from it meaning like they they are very consistent about they're going to sound like this and it's going to be there, you know,
0: that's and who they so, are.
2: Yeah. And I, and, I, and I like that. And so I put together this band, uh, 10 gallon tinfoil hat with this idea that we're going to play country like as straight as we can. Right? OK. But then. We're also like going to freak the fuck out.
0: <laughs> awesome.
2: <laughs> so, so, the whole idea, you know, the, the, ten, the, the 10 gallon hat, right? Yeah. Meets the tinfoil hat. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> so, uh, and so we were, we had about eight to 10 songs, maybe 10 songs before the pandemic happened that were, some were like totally straight country, and then some were like AM noise. You know, better. You know, and so that band. You know, I when I started doing this, I was thinking. You know, I'm gonna demo these songs for the band.
0: Okay. Right. Yeah.
2: But you know, as time went by, I'm like, I'm just gonna just keep this. So right now, the band is playing a mixture of the the songs we wrote together. Okay. Um, before the pandemic and then also uh the songs from new confusion
0: okay cool
2: yeah yeah and you can see um on the 10 gallon tinfoil hat facebook page um i think it's r scully and 10 gallon tinfoil hat all one word okay you can see there's a live performance that we do a live stream that to celebrate the release of new confusion
0: oh cool okay
2: yeah so so
0: why did you name the album new confusion Uh, you don't know? I'm a little confused. (laughs) Is this this new for you?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, so just like everyone, um, at one point early on in the pandemic, I thought I was dying of, of COVID. Right. I thought I couldn't breathe. Right. Didn't have a fever, but was just just was so sure I had it, right? Because yeah. I'm just paranoid, every, you know, paranoid. So I went and got tested, and uh, went through. It's like a, a drive-through one, and we go through and get swabbed and stuff, and they give you this, you know, brochure and stuff, and they're like a list of things to look for, right? right. To, if if you think you have it, right? And one of those things was new confusion.
0: New okay.
2: Yeah, so like if you have new confusion, you, you need know, to get your ass test.
0: I got a shit ton of old confusion, but it's old. Yeah. I've, 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 no, I've been confused new, about a lot of new things lately. No, new confusion.
2: <laughs> if you're feeling that, you need to, especially if it's coupled with uh,
0: shortness of breath, And get a, your ass to the hospital. I've got new confusion and a fever. I'm Dude, going I'm, down. I, I'm nearly confused every morning. I, I've got a daily new confusion. <laughs> what? The, what is this? <laughs> I'm in my mid to late 40s with three teenagers. I've, I am always confused. Oh, you got three, huh? Yeah, 16, got- 17, and my oldest will be 18 in January.
2: Wow, you got busy. Yeah. I, I got three too. I got, I got a, a nine. Uh, wait, an eleven, nine,
0: and seven. Oh man! So you spaced them out. We didn't do that.
2: Wow! You went
0: for it. Yeah. We, we, my wife and I were just like, "Let's get it done." <laughs> <Let's> get- <laughs> that, make, making them is fun. <laughs> yeah. Supporting them, not so much.
2: <laughs> yeah. They, they they are. I'm I am am so lucky to have such good kids. <laughs> though, good oh, kids. Yeah
0: and you actually have your daughter on the album right look, look at, at papa, at papa. <laughs> yeah that is a cool track it's really catchy
2: don't bring your sadness around you. look at my brother it made me feel so funny look at my- Yeah, well, I hope so. Uh, that was so. You know, she. That was. I recorded that on a voice memo, maybe at least a year ago, maybe two years ago. Oh wow! And it was we were just driving in the car, and she just started doing that. Um, you know, she in New Orleans. You know, we've never been. You know, we always. She she has been in her daycare. Uh, she's been a minority, and you know, at the daycare at dance at everything you know yeah so she's got you know she's got some some soul you yeah. know because we've never you know it's it's all we're all in new orleans you yeah know? it's not we're, we're not private school people we're right. like you go and and do your thing and and so she just said that i was like say that again that was that was so soulful how yes. you said that <laughs> look at my papa look at my brother i'm like <laughs> Damn, girl, that was good. <laughs> it and, uh, really is. And so, and so I I recorded it on a voice memo, and I'm like, and that that's the thing with me for a I'm I'm just more than anything, I'm persistent okay. with an idea. Okay. Um and so that idea was just in my head, and I knew I had it in my phone. Um, and then just when I came up here and I was recording, and just like uh you know thinking of ideas and stuff i was like oh yeah there's that look at that look at my papa line that she did and so i just uh transferred that you know into garage band and then found a drum loop that kind of fit with it and it lined up just right oh that's cool and then you know it just it just happened like that and you know, people are like, man, how did you line that up? So well? I was like, I don't know. I just, it just did. It's
0: did my girl's soul. I know. It's just, it's Cece, it's, <laughs> she, man. She's it's Cici. got some beat in her. <laughs> she does, man.
2: <laughs> she does. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really fun to include them. You know, the thing I did before this was a kid's record. And they're, they're all over that. Oh, cool. And uh, that you could uh, listen to that on my band camp rscully.bandcamp.com our, our It's called Eat Your Toes Oh <laughs> <laughs> the, the cover of it is my son Wyatt uh, yeah. we, we we took my daughter's foot and put a hamburger in a hamburger bun covered it with ketchup and mustard <laughs> and lettuce and tomato and put the bun on top and got a picture of Wyatt <laughs> Oh my gosh And oh. the record's called Eat Your Toes That is awesome uh, and where there's a song called eat your toes on there too. That um, is so funny. It's, it's it's a pretty it's a good record man. It's uh it's fun and it's it's all done at home too and oh no it it actually not three of the tracks I got um some players to play on uh Oh cool. Yeah, some real uh, Alex McMurray. I don't know if you heard of him.
0: No. He's,
2: a, he's an excellent uh songwriter like Okay. World renowned, he's you know lives in our neighborhood. Um, nice. And, uh, some <laughs> other real, real New Orleans jazz guys to play on three of the songs because they're like trad, you know, trad sounding. And so okay, uh, it's a little mix, a mix of some things. And uh, but yeah, uh you know, I never really liked it when people would include their kids on their albums. You know,
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but then I had kids. So
0: yeah, uh, yeah.
2: I'd... Like when, like when. uh tom waits like he's got his son on drum like what is
0: this <laughs> <laughs> nepotism <laughs> I think the, if i was a musician the only thing i've got from my i have my son in like some when he was uh like he's 17 now probably when he was eight doing uh, screaming in it like a death metal growl chicken monkey duck Oh yeah. He's going chickamonkee duck, chickamonky duck, chicken chicken, chicken chicken, chicamonkey duck. Chick-a monkey duck. Chickamonkey duck. Chicken 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 chicken. duck. And that's about the only thing that I've got. <laughs> With the double bass, company. Yeah. <laughs> Doing some blasts. <laughs> oh man, that's that sounds hot. Dude. I gotta send. damn now I gotta send that to somebody. I gotta, should. I gotta go back to some of my death metal interviews and send that. Hey, do something with this. That'd be great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, man. so
0: what made you do a children's record? How did that get started? I, you
2: know, it's just like what we, you know with kids. You know, you start singing songs to them, and they, and I'm like, and that's that. At certain times, I'm like, you know, am I missing out on like actually enjoying this because? You know, I like I know start singing to my kid, you know, and I'm like, wow, that's pretty catchy. Maybe I should record that. <laughs> Maybe I can make some money off that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it, it, it's just, it's like in my DNA, man, you know, like, but then I also, it was one of these goals of mine to where I'm like, I want to leave something for them. Like for, so each, the record has a song about each of them on it.
0: Oh, well, awesome. Know?
2: You know, and, uh, uh, and so it was also a way of expressing my love for them, you know, yeah. in my own way. And like, you know, so when I'm gone, you know, they'll have, you know, they'll have something like that. You know, it'd be like
0: daddy's, awesome.
2: daddy's song he wrote uh, you know, about me. You know, that was one of those things I just was on, on in my plans for, you know, five years wow. or something. And then I finally wrapped it up and again it's just that persistence and i, I you know so it, it really was it's like remember it's like the map of my mind yeah it's a map of my mind yeah you know, it's <laughs> like so i mean if i got kids what am i gonna write about it makes sense they're kids that makes right sense. So, so uh you know it, it's part of who i am that i'm just you know if something's happening in my life you know, it's there's a good chance I might write about it.
0: Oh, well, now I feel like I maybe I should do a podcast about my kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> well, uh, this this is becoming one right now. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think I've mentioned them chicken more than this one. dog. Oh, yeah, and it's, he's, he's, got oh, whole, he's got the whole. He's got the arms. He's got the arms. He's like dog. dog. Oh, it's hilarious! I gotta find the video. My wife took it on the way to school one day it just killed me oh man so all right so so that's old confusion so now back to new confusion yeah new confusion all right so i really love the opener manhole is such a cool tune it's it's it makes me it gives me like a super chill kurt vile vibe
2: No a manhole, Wishing that I'd never grow old Think about a TV show How I wanna sit and watch some more
0: Nice. I absolutely love it. It is, it's such a great opener.
2: That's definitely one of my best songs I've ever written, I think i mean it it it, i don't know it that one took a really took a lot a long time yeah to to get right i actually kind of copped the the chord progression from city of new orleans oh really interestingly well i mean it's you can't notice it it's just i learned that song because uh I, i played it well i was asked to play it in a funeral uh, for for somebody's okay. uh, father, for Rob Cambry's father, actually. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, they ended up choosing uh, Merle Haggard's "Silver Wings" instead, but I did learn the song, and um, it be- it was a country song at first, like told pretty straight. Yeah, you know, standing on a manhole, you know, wondering okay. if I ever so, you know, like that. It's yeah. kind of like that, and then I've I made it like that, and then it. I wasn't happy with it and so it slowly I deconstructed it and instead of doing guitar chords I did had the bass and the synth do the the chords instead and sort of spaced it out that way and then the lyrics kind of have many layers to them you know it's uh you know I mean the kernel of the song was me walking the dog in the morning and guess where I was standing. <laughs> oh, yeah, a fucking I'm, I'm confused.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I could I could go out and show you the manhole
0: if you want. <laughs> Clear up my confusion. I must not have COVID. Yeah.
2: This one right here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I you know, and, and uh no that you know, it's just you know, I, I, I'm Catholic. I have a tendency to yep, uh, me too. wonder wonder about my soul. Yeah, and, me too. Uh, and maybe the uh, uh, the consequences of of what I'm doing here, and then uh, and then also, you know, what what are the consequences of wasting your time binge watching a fucking, you know, uh, something, you know, Shit's Creek. Yeah, like I'm gonna, I'm just, I'm gonna when I could be like feeding the homeless. You know right, what I mean? yeah, but it's like. Uh, And it's just and it's and it's also this existential question about, you know, where where does he you know, after the final episode, where does the hero go? Yeah. You know, where where does he go? We don't nobody know, you know. And so it's just it's like, I don't know. It's it. It it has a a pretty (laughs) important it's it's I say it's one of my best songs because it's I think because of how I produced it and deconstructed it right. you know and uh because when you start recording yourself the recording process also becomes the art form as well because you're not just writing a song that, you know if you're writing a song and recording it while you're writing it the recording process is an instrument okay so
0: okay.
2: you know how you how you produce it you know and how or how you deconstruct it or what instruments you use or what sounds you use or you know that that that's all part of it and so really you know when i th- this record is is really i would say the the other instrument that i play on this record is the production process cuz i did it all yeah you know and so i guess when i say that's one of my favorite songs that i've written it's probably because i have full ownership and it's something that when I say full ownership, just like I did it from, from the, from standing on that manhole (laughs) at dusk. Right. I mean, at dawn, you know, to three months later, putting the last fade out. Right. Um, I'm like, I, I made something here, you know, it's like, there's just, it's not, there's something important, uh, sort of, um, self, Empower, or what did what did uh, what did ralph waldo emerson say uh, like oh. you do you, you're able to do it on your own right okay yeah all, you do it all on your own right right and uh, and so that that's that's one of the reasons I, i'm super proud of this record and uh, and manhole especially
0: well you should be because honestly i don't know how many songs i've heard that feature cold cuts And that is one of the <laughs> that is one of the coolest songs. My little phony is—I <laughs> think it's the first song I've ever heard that focuses on cold cuts, specifically baloney.
2: My little phony, nobody even eats baloney. My little phony, nobody even eats baloney. little circles You
0: put some bread. I'm pretty sure that's what Emerson was referencing <laughs> when he was talking about doing things on your own
2: <laughs> That one uh, that, Yeah, so, <laughs> so
0: that, You may need to get tested for COVID after you wrote that song that may have been new confusion
2: <laughs> that was it certainly definitely was uh, so you're gonna see you know where Go Home is like a song and a package and a theme um, yeah. there's a lot of stuff on here too where I'm like this that was my first take of lyrics and there was no <laughs> lyrics before that <laughs> it's like I just like turned the mic on and just started saying shit
0: <laughs>
2: and 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 then, and I'm, I'm, this is I'm totally serious too. That part of the the element of I think when you recording all by yourself to make it enjoyable for yourself is again to take some chances. Yeah. And and so you know that and COVID sheets, man. I didn't write any of that stuff. Really? None of it. Wow. It all just, I just said it. it. I just the the music was going, and I'm like I pressed go. And I just started saying shit that's, off the top of my head.
0: That is so cool. And what I, what I really love and appreciate about that is that a lot of other people will say, yeah, we did that. And then not put it on an album. They're like that's just something we were just working out some games, just, just, getting some ideas. The, the fact that you put it on the album is amazing. <laughs> I love that. See, I, I used to do uh, uh, improv. I, Went into DC and go to and, and go to classes do improv. And I I love comedic improv. I don't. I'm not a musician. I can I can strum a couple chords, but I couldn't even tell you what they were because I can't read music and I don't know what the hell they are. Right. But I love comedy. I love improvisational comedy. I love improvisational music and doing something that's that's totally improv and silly. It, it and and have, being brave enough just to just say you know what that's. Cool. I want to put that out. Well, That's awesome.
2: Yeah, I, you know, it. I was inspired. In, ween, early Ween. Yes. you know, like uh, God Ween, Satan, and the Pod.
0: The Pod. Yeah.
2: And you know, like the and and also like early Beck, like uh, One Foot in the Grave and Stereopathetic Soul Manure. I don't yes. Know if you've ever listen to that stuff? Yes. It was those guys. Obviously, they were recording themselves yep um often more more often than not they're recording directly into the recording device yes right you can tell yeah yeah. so a lot of when i was doing that stuff i was thinking that in my mind you know i'm like because when they would do something funny on those records right they didn't delete it and redo it no (laughs) no not at all they went with it man and and (laughs) you know That's why a lot of those songs, you know, those early wings. people are like, man, this is just some stupid, but the songs were really good. Yeah. But they were, the way they recorded it, they, they, they didn't try to make it perfect and they they relished in the mistakes that were made and the funny shit that happened while it was being, while it was being recorded, not like while the process of recording, but while the the record (laughs) button, you know? Yeah. And so in some ways I was like thinking, there's not enough of that these days.
0: Oh, I agree completely. To where to where
2: I'm like the, you know this on my little phony. Yeah. So I went up I went, went and I was trying to record another song. Uh the song that my other that 10 Gallon does and I'm trying to demo that and I got this drum beat and the other song was over. For, it was four minutes long, <laughs> it was over, and the beat kept going, yeah. and I just kept going. <laughs> and, and then I started, I was playing an open G, and I started doing that, that riff where I'm like, you
0: know, <laughs>
2: my little phony. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and so I'm like, and so basically what that song is, I just cut the other song off okay. and then went with it because <laughs> the bass line was cool. And the, and every, all of that was, it was impro- improvised.
0: That's awesome.
2: So I, I made it a point to be like, okay, I did that. Now I'm going to do a guitar part, but only one once. Oh, yeah. If I, if I, if I fuck it up, that's, that's it. it. Then I'm going to go back to, to it. And then, and needless to say, I was yeah. Uh, and I'm like, okay, so now I'm gonna I'm gonna lay down a lyric. Yeah, but we want that's a good good time to do it once. Yeah, right. And and so and that's what the and so that's it. That's what you hear on the record is that and and uh-huh. and you can and so I'm I hope you know that there's a certain subjective thing that you that a person that. I get from a, a certain authenticity that you should get from it. Yeah. Right. The fact that it's not verse chorus verse building tension and, and you know, and like the clean polished song, right. right? Yeah. Um, like, go home, for example, is like that. Like I really tried to construct that manhole yeah. really right. tried to construct that. Right. But there's also this, I think it's important to have an element of authenticity where it's like, okay, my pants are off for this one yeah. <laughs> you know? and, and I'm going to, uh, I'm just going to do something and we're going to see what happens. And uh, cause you know, you know, the, because what's so, what, what's so important about that is, is that you are getting a recording of its creation. Yeah. You are getting a, a recording of, there's no, the, there's the thought has not. There's no, you're not thinking about this, right? You so the listener is there as it is created.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's uh, uh, a document of a song being created in the moment.
2: Exactly, it is. Yeah, and so obviously it's not going to be like verse, chorus, verse, and like all perfect, right? You know, it's going to be something that that evolves and becomes, you know, and and if you can do that and it's good. and it it sounds pretty good i say put it out oh yeah because because there's an important element of authenticity to doing that and i wish more bands would do that Uh, you know that i could hear more stuff where it's like where you can tell that they're you know that it's that it's super duper fresh yeah right like
0: it's 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 raw but it's it's fun
2: yeah it's fun right you can tell the fun of it and you can tell like wow these these people are are having fun together making yeah. this music, and it's and you can tell because it's not too complex, and you can tell because there's some mistakes, yep. and you can tell that the tone may not be just right, you know, and everything, but you can tell that the vibe is, fu- is fun. Yeah, you know.
0: Well, it's as as we keep going back to in this episode, it's a map of your mind because you've got the beautiful songs in Manhole and Go Home, but you've also got the humorous side. Of you coming out in, yes. in my little phony, and you've got your kids in. Look at Papa. You know, it's this whole album is ba- is a map of your of your mind.
2: It is. It, it's it's the, kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> like, at the end of Arrested,
0: <laughs> that, one, that That's the one I was going to bring up next because I love. That's the one I, I was referencing earlier with all the feedback and. I,
2: yeah, come on.
0: such a cool song
2: yeah that one t- you know it's again It was a way of a, a simple country song you know yeah it's just, but a good theme i think you know you know yeah th- this you know, i mean look i th- th- the part the part sometimes you write a song just because of something that you know you're playing guitar and all of a sudden I, all i say is it's this is hard for me to say because we share dna Yep. And then and right from there I'm like, okay, that's this is a song. You know, and that's yeah. that's it because you know, you know that is something everybody has felt, right? Yep. And it's something that you can say in one little sentence. This is hard for me to say because we share DNA. And so I made the country song about that, you know. This time, <laughs> brother, <you> he <laughs> deserves to be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> and that's inspired by real events and and uh uh, oh, years, ago, years, years ago. Um, but, um, <laughs> but I, you know, it, it's, it, it, I'm like, okay, this is a country song. You know what I'm going to do? I am going to completely deconstruct this um, and make it and just noise it out, just yeah. noise it out. And I just was like, <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. so like it starts off where you can hear like the, the guitar picking of the, of the country guitar. Right. And then, yep. I was like, "This record is going to be psychedelic. I'm going to do, you know, um, and so we're going to take this country song and we are going to turn it inside out." And so I did, and um, sure did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's kind of like Sonic Youth decided to go country for a song,
2: <laughs> right? Well, that that's I was trying to achieve that, and uh, that what I think that's that's definitely one of my favorites on there too. Oh, yeah, like the the feedback thing at the end. I don't know how the fuck I did that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing. I love, I love feedback. I love me too. I man. love soundscapes and noise, and that. Yeah, that's why I love bands like the Verve and My Bloody Valentine, especially yeah. early Verve. They just and and early Smashing Pumpkins, they would just.
2: Yeah, I just love that. Play you know, there with was sound. That, that one Smashing Pumpkins record where they, he had like the five-minute feedback at the end.
0: Oh, uh, drown the I song think, drown everybody
2: was it was beautiful
0: it was uh, yes yeah, uh, i think it's, i think it's, you're, you're referring to the song drown which is on the soundtrack to the movie singles
2: right yeah that's it that's yep. it yeah
0: that's that's possibly my favorite pumpkin song of all time
2: and I, yeah the feedback at the, at the end and I'm, I'm working on something uh, similar to, but uh i don't know now i'm thinking about that thing. <laughs> I, you know I, i've been working on this idea of uh, and I actually achieved it with Rough Seven, but before, we br- but building an uh, you know an orchestra with with feedback. So you know you know when you when you make a chord, you know you make a chord on your guitar and mm-hmm. you hit your distortion pedal, and you put the neck of your guitar on the amp. Yeah, it will do feedback in the key that your chord is.
0: Oh, cool. Right. I did so, not know that.
2: So when you do that, you can make, so you can make G feedback, you can make C feedback, you can make oh, D wow. feedback. So, so I worked on and wrote out these charts, not like in real music, but like bass player does this. And so we're all doing feedback in like wow. the first third and fifth of the chord oh, of wow. a chord progression. Right. And then as it goes, each, you know, the change. And so you're basically doing chords as if you had like a violin section in an orchestra you wow. know, that's doing that. But instead of it being violins, it's feedback. Oh man. And so I'm, I'm, I'm working on doing that, you know, uh,
0: Oh, I'm dying to hear that already.
2: Yeah. I'll let you know if, if I ever actually achieved that, because, uh, it was super <laughs> cool when we did it, it was super cool. And, uh, it just kind of got lost in the mix, but, um, it's Again, it's that persistence. I'm, gonna, I'm going to achieve that yeah. at some point because um, I'm not sure it's been done. I don't,
0: I don't know. I know there is a guy, um, and, and your, your avant-garde guitarist may know, know this guy, uh, Reese Chatham. Yes.
2: Oh, I'm sure he does.
0: Reese like, Chatham does a lot of weird stuff with guitars. He, he's done a, an orchestra for 400 guitars. Okay, I'm sure he's done this. Oh, he's he's done weird things. It's it's um, but see, he tends to do it on a huge scale, like Mm -hmm. you know, forty guitars, four hundred guitars. So, if getting something a little more focused could sound completely different, and his is is, is a lot of uh, oh, it's it's hard. It's kind of those people. i don't even know i mean they've got it on video where it's just uh, it's 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 mostly public performances but he's got a he's got a bunch of albums out and i had a couple guys on a couple people on the show not just guys some ladies as well who played with him um robert poss and um um uh karen hagloff were in the band of susans and before Band of Susans, they played with uh, Glenn Branca and Reese Chatham in these uh, noise orchestras or whatever. They, they're just, it's crazy stuff.
2: I'll but, ask Rob about it. I, I know he definitely knows who, the, who
0: that is. Oh, yeah. He, he might actually, if he, if he ever wants to listen to a podcast, <laughs> I, I, had, uh, I, I had Robert Poss on and, and Karen Hagloff. Karen Hagloff was a cool story because she was this avant rock avant-garde rock guitarist and she put it all down and went to medical school and became an oncologist it's good just, call yeah <laughs> yeah but now she's in new york city she's an oncologist but she's she's gotten back to playing music again so now she's both
2: yeah man time flies oh it's crazy you know you make a decision to do something and you, stay, you put your mind to it before you know it you're done and
0: yep yeah like this and, podcast man i've kept you for for like an hour and 15 minutes already no shit yeah wow man oh, we we should actually start doing the the podcast here let me wait let me hit record <laughs> 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 oh, I'm so.
2: sure
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean i've i've had a blast this has been a great talking to you about the album and and yeah. the really cool music you're making and the all of it not just the new album but but the morning 40 federation rough 7 i'm really digging it well i appreciate
2: that man uh, i also i'm really happy that uh, i've been acquainted with the podcast because you know it's our our generation uh you know you talk to a lot of people from our generation and and, and how important music it's it's easy to forget how important music was for our generation oh yeah you know i mean like it was everything it really to, was know, to, to the subculture that we were part of yeah, not everybody you know we were part of a subculture but for that subculture man yeah you know it, it was it it defined who we were in every way yeah. and so it, it is cool you know listen to you you know speak from that perspective and interview people from that perspective
0: I appreciate about, that
2: about music because you know i i hadn't heard it. It, quite in, in quite that way before and i think it's uh I think you're doing a, a, an awesome thing and I hope that you gain a, a lot of traction man and, and uh, appreciate that It gets bigger and bigger because I think it's it's super important what you're doing you're watching my table I are thinking it